going on, everybody? You're listening to episode 124 of the Geeks in a Race podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Waltar. Hello. And Joe Morgan. Good. Wow. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about Grand Theft Auto V winning it all. Another Disney live action remake. Though this one I think we're all on board with. And the Lord of the Rings TV show director. But first, special shout out to our Patreons at patreon.com slash geeksundergrace. Uh, specifically Scott Phillips and Jordan Garner because they pay for that tier to get the shout out. Uh, we appreciate you guys so much as well as everyone else who donates. And today, we, we don't have any, any discussion questions from our Twitter. If you want to ask us questions, please do so with the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter. We love getting to answer everything that you guys ask us. Uh, yeah. So I guess from there, Joe, what you geeking out about this week? All right. So my reign continues with Nino Kuni 2 and Far Cry 5. That's what I've been playing this week. Mostly Nino Kuni 2. Uh, I've got about 15 hours in it now. I'm on chapter 5 of the story. About f- and, and I've got, like, the city building aspect um, that I'm working on now. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Game looks beautiful. The story's fun. Uh, it's real-time combat, which I still haven't decided if I like better than the first game or not, because the first one was turn-based Pokemon kind of, like, yeah. battle them, level Classic them up. Classic turn-based RPG. Yeah. So, but this is fun. The little hig- higgledies that you get that have field effects and stuff are, are fun. And <laughs> the way that you get new people to come to your to your town is by doing side missions. Every side mission you do earns you a new town member, so... That's and then you have to assign them all to different buildings in the town. Like this person's good at armor smithing, and this person's good at mining ore, and this person is a good cook. And I mean, so it's covering a big bunch of stuff, but it keeps things interesting. And it's fun. Far Cry Five, Cody. When we first saw the first trailer, you know, you you mentioned the preacher, like the real preacher. Yeah, met him last night, Jerome. Ooh. Okay, dude's cool. He's, he's a preacher with a machine gun and a bulletproof vest. <laughs> he, okay. Yeah. Legit. So I, I haven't met, like, that was my one interaction with him. So I haven't really got to know much about him yet. But he's definitely not on the same side as, as, as everyone else. Guys. Yeah. So. Good. I heard that the uh, the radio is really interesting. So Can I you turn have, that on? I've not listened to the radio myself yet. I. Okay. I've normally been running around in vehicles that don't have radios, like ATVs and helicopters. Gotcha. But I have heard that they sing hymns and that sort of thing if you hone it in just on the oh, radio, really? that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so what I was reading was when you go to the churches, you hear the hymns. And then when you are at the when you're on the radio, they actually take the hymns and they turn them into like Christian pop. Oh, oh really? <laughs> yeah. So I've been really intrigued by that, but wow. it's still the same verses as what's in the in the hymns, which I hear are a bit creepy. Ooh. Yeah, they definitely convert it to kind of be their own use. That's that's kind of what I've heard, but it it does a good job of setting the stage. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm just a few hours into that too, but I've unlocked the wingsuit. Um, this weekend we also had a guys retreat at church and on the way down there I took my it was like an hour and a half drive so I took my switch because my brother's right. always insistent on driving everywhere we go yeah 
Uh, and I played Castle of Heart, which is kind of a little 2D side-scrolling platformer. And okay. a little bit of the Kirby game, the new Kirby game. I bought it oh. when it came out and just played it for the first time this weekend. How is nice. that? So it's not difficult. That's one of the things that people were complaining about was how easy it would be. It's like, yeah, it's a Kirby game. Yeah, it's a Kirby game. It's not <laughs> difficult. But it is really neat. So, you know, you can get the friends, the different friends. You can have yeah. up to three friends They'll play at the a time. game for you. Well, they'll attack whatever, yeah. But so you can get three different friends, and then yourself, you know, you can suck up an enemy and, and become whatever. Right. But one of the things I think is cool is that there's a, you can modify stuff. You can kind of mix and match your, your friends. So if you've got the ability that gives you a sword, and you have a person on your teammate that's ice or fire-powered, you can hit a button. Your, Kirby holds his sword up in the air. And one of the two with the with the elemental abilities will like amplify his weapon with the element, mm-hmm. so he can have a, a fire sword or an ice sword or that sort of thing. Like I got That's the stone cool. ability and had an ice person in my party, and it turned me into a curling stone. <laughs> so it's pretty neat. I, yeah. I think it's a cute little game and it's fun. Nice. And it's just, I mean, it's like it's a Kirby game. It's it's not meant to be difficult, you know. Yeah, but. It's meant to be cute and fun, and and that's exactly what it is. Yeah, and you get to see a good variety of stuff. Each level's kind of catered towards the enemies that they put there, because they know (laughs) you'll suck them up and use those abilities. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's I'll definitely end up going back to it and playing more of it for sure because it's not difficult. It's the sort of thing I could just play mindlessly and still have a good time with it. Um, played a few board games and card games this weekend too, because we had a team building night at work and we played board games and card games all weekend long at our men's retreat when we weren't having, you know, like Bible sessions and stuff. Right. Hmm. Yeah. And so Thursday night we played my, my team building thing with work. We played resistance for like four hours. I love that game. I love it. It was so fun. We did like two hours of a game called where words, which is Mm -hmm. kind of like, it's very resistance like. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you use an iPhone app and, and pick words and stuff. And then we There's play more talking words. involved. Yes. If it's, if it's like Werewolf, which is a... From the sounds of you explaining it, it sounds like Werewolf, which yeah, is Yeah, the, the mayor like picks a word out of three that it's given you on the app. Mm-hmm. And the werewolves can see the word. And you have a seer, if you have enough people, that can see the word. And they're kind of trying to guide questions. Company. Yeah, they're kind of trying to guide okay. questions to help you figure out what word the mayor chose. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, so it's kind of a there's 20 a seer questions. in werewolves. So it's got to be the same. I, I bet it is. I bet it's based on the same thing. So it's it's like twenty questions meets meets resistance basically. That's yeah. cool. And uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We had a good time with that. And then resistance was fun. And then this weekend at the retreat, my preacher is a big geek. Okay. And and so I I we sat down and we must have played three or four hours of Super Fight. Super Fight. <laughs> okay. That game makes me really salty. Man, it was so like, funny. I really like playing it, but I I'll fight people and I get You're upset bad. because <laughs> like, when no, I lose, I'm always re- this I'm really is how competitive. it works exactly. And so we ended up having someone, a yeah yeah we we ended up having a hundred foot tall no not hundred foot a hundred story tall hobo with a freeze ray gun going against. <laughs> Uh, the Statue of Liberty, except if she touched water, she died. <laughs> so, I mean, it was cool. crazy wow. stuff like that, you know. And yeah. then yeah. Doctor Who with a bulletproof tuxedo and and just all kinds of craziness. It, it's a lot of fun. 
Well, for those who don't know, you're trying to, you're, you're debating, right? Who, yeah. who will win that fight? And each person has to take a side. Yeah, it's one of those, you know, in, when you're in kindergarten or you're you're in grade school, you're like, who would win a fight between Batman and Superman? Well, what if Batman had, you know, yeah, ice had powers but that. diarrhea? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Did you guys ever use, back in the day, they had these things you could text and they would answer questions for you? There was KGB and then Cha-Cha. I've heard of them. I've never I don't used know one. what that is. I spent so much time asking, and you pay money for the KGB one. <laughs> um, it was like a dollar a question. And I would be like, who'd win a fight, Sonic or Mario? And it would give me an answer. And uh, it was I did a grilled cheese versus a hard shell taco. And they said the hard shell taco would win because of its crusty armor. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> grilled cheese is soft. Aren't you glad you uh, paid money for that one? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Link versus a vampire. I did that one. It was Link from Zelda. And uh, they went with Zelda. I can't remember why, though. They went with Zelda or Link? Or Link. Sorry, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. Oh, man. Um, Continuing on. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, really random. I don't know how to pull this one back onto the tracks. Uh, <laughs> I Hitting up my anime, my, my weekly anime for the week. Yeah. I'm still working on Gurren Logon. Uh I decided to kind of stick it out and try to finish it up. Um, yeah, I remember you saying you were like didn't like it at first. Yeah, well, it's very fan it's very service-y. fanservice-y. That's yeah. why I mm-hmm. stopped. It's 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 something that was the where... immediate turn off for me. Yeah, Yoko specifically is that her name? Yeah, yeah. But like the everybody told me, like once you get a few episodes in, it gets better. It it does. Mm-hmm. They still have some of that fan service, but it's not quite as in your face. And things start getting a, a little bit more character and depth to them. Um, yeah, that's good to know. Yeah, so I appreciate that. It's I have a major character has supposedly died where I'm at. I don't know if mm-hmm. that's like for real or if it'll stay that way or anything like that. Like that's one of those things where with anime you don't ever know what's going to happen, mm-hmm. especially something like this. So oh yeah, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Uh, and then this weekend I went and watched A Quiet Place. I've heard so many good things. Yeah, people are saying it's amazing. I don't normally like that style of movie, the horror right. and suspense type stuff, but I really enjoyed this one. <laughs> That's so, good. Cool. Yeah, they they give a lot of legitimate... I mean, there's a lot of craziness in it too, but they give a lot of like plausible real world situational stuff in the case of this crazy world event. Yeah. How would you live at that point? You know? And I thought that was kind of neat. Right. But that is all my geeking out for the week. Uh, we'll get into some of the gaming news. Like, like Cody mentioned at the top of the show, grand theft auto five has now been confirmed to have made more money than any other single media form on earth. Like more That's than so any crazy. book, wow! More than any movie, more than any TV show or card game or anything like GTA Five. Is it? How much um, money does it get from microtransactions or in-game I think money? It's, I think it is almost exclusively microtransaction driven, isn't it? Okay. I've never played it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you would I, have I've to have bought actually. in the original game. I mean, yeah. so the original game has stayed on top of the sales charts for years. Mm-hmm. You know, it came out last gen and was on the top ten 
for that whole generation, the rest of that generation. Yeah. And as soon as they released it on our generation, the, the current generation, it's been in the top there every single month. I I wonder what it says about the culture that Grand Theft Auto V is is the most money making yeah. game. Well, I, I think a lot of it has to do with GTA Online. I don't think a lot of it's GTA V proper. Oh yeah, right. I don't really I, hear know, it's anything about the story that much from you know friends or whoever that play it. It's always online. It's weird because I think it's the closest thing to. I can't remember what movie it was, but there used to be a movie, and then Ready Player One as well. Uh, this idea that you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, I think that that might be more of it than the actual, because Grand Theft Auto is known for being very vulgar and stuff. Yes. But I remember as a kid ramping off of things with a motorcycle, and so I think what GTA Online provides that makes it do so well is the freedom to do whatever you want. <laughs> Yeah, for mm-hmm. in an alternate reality. A good friend of mine that streams, I'm sure he's probably listening to this episode right now. Hey, Chunks, how you doing? Uh, <laughs> I watched him do a little, he found a roleplay server for uh, Grand Theft Auto Online. And he was roleplaying as Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh my gosh. Going yes. around buying cars and, <laughs> and talking to people. And it was hilarious to watch. Hmm. I mean, genuinely one of the funniest things I've seen. And that was the only exposure I've ever had to GTA Online. But yeah. they're extremely strict with their RP rules, which is amazing to watch. Because, I mean, you're talking, you know, a guy role plays as a cop. He's going to pull you over and give you a ticket. And you have to go, like, you have, it's got r- r- rules and stuff set up in it. So you have to go pay the fine. <laughs> pay your ticket. That's pretty yeah. intense. It's wild. Mm. I, pe- yeah. I would think that's probably it. It's the closest thing we have to the Oasis, for a lack of a better term. Yeah, for the and time I know, being, maybe. Um, mods are pretty popular too, as right. Yeah, I yeah. remember yeah. one of my coworkers actually, um, who would tell me all about how he has this like idea of how to make GTA Five online much better, and he would tell me all these ideas, and I'm like, well, I'm just gonna nod, you know, not along, even though I don't really know what you're talking about because I've never actually played the game. And then yeah. he would show me like, oh, look at my cool like snipe kills and stuff. But yeah, um, <laughs> that might be a factor as well. So for I think a long the moral time, of the story like, is Geeks Under Grace needs to get on this, and we need to go start a church in GTA. <laughs> <laughs> can you buy buildings? Is that something we can do? I can think renovate, you can. Renovate? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Let's renovate a church out of an old grocery store or something. I bet it's possible. It'd be amazing. Sure. Yeah. Someone's got to do it. Yeah. But <laughs> go go be a missionary in place where missionary <laughs> we need it we need so, it most and and the fact that this continues to make so much money like why is rockstar even gonna bother with another game this year right they're still making oodles and oodles well i yeah. think because it allows them because it's such a different setting it's going to allow it could possibly and i don't think it will uh it would allow double the income yeah I don't think it's going to do that well, but I mean, even if you get a quarter of the income or an eighth of the income, uh, it's oh, going yeah. to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they're making all problem. that off of one game and it's not an MMO. Right. So that's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Um, also, this week, <laughs> so apparently a Sega CEO or some sort of higher up at Sega mentioned something about getting back into the hardware game. Which oh was initially very, yeah, that was that was all of our initial reactions. Like, oh man, <laughs> what the heck? Atari just 
mention this and we all hate them. But uh, I don't. Joe does. It's funny Joe's because I think everyone. Sega would legitimately make better hardware than Atari would. But I love that so much because it literally, in my mind, just says, Joe, it, all I hear you saying is, I have nostalgia for Sega. That's not probably Atari. fair. I mean, <laughs> I did own a 2600 and about 150 games when I was a kid. Oh, wow. Wow. That's Look, significant. I've played the crap out of Yar's Revenge, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I, yeah, it's it's a total hypocrisy for me to pick one and not the other because <laughs> they both failed at it, right? Right. Well, but you don't see Sega's you don't see Sega going out and making hats with speakers on them. Oh gosh, <laughs> I think that if Sega made a console, it would be it wouldn't be a retro console though. Correct. Atari's like banking off this retro idea. If Sega were to make a console, I think they would go in. Swinging hard against Nintendo. Yeah, I mean, part of what bit them so hard with the Dreamcast is that they were the front runners in that technology. They were first yeah. to market with it, but they didn't perfect it, and it burned them. Yeah. And, uh, I, I mean, it would be real hard to get back in that space at this point. You've already got three established companies that are making consoles. Mm-hmm. But if any other company, I think, would be able to break back into it, I, I would like to see Sega do it just because... Sega, I don't know. I don't know what they'd call it. What do they have? They had Sega Genesis and then Dreamcast. Yeah, I mean, well, and they also had like the Jaguar and yeah. Wait, or was Jaguar Sega Jaguar? Jaguar was an Atari. Oh, Atari Jaguar. Yeah, that's right. Sega did the 32x and the Sega CD and that that sort of stuff. Sega does, but Nintendo don't. Yeah, Sega Saturn. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the names are all over the place. But my only they don't have any game you would enjoy though. Like if they Who make doesn't? a Sonic game and throw it on Sega, I I think that the retro games are what they'd have going for them and none of us care about the retro games anymore. Like I'm the only person on the planet that likes 3D Sonic. Yeah. Sonic becomes a platform exclusive again at that point. Yeah. Um, but they can't Mario Sega Odyssey used to Sonic. make baller Sports games, like they were the leader in the sports oh. games before. Sports before games are all still that pretty popular. I guess. You it's guess like the games? It's, it's they are, but they're for like the gamers that don't game. That's kind of weird. We call those bro gamers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my literal brother plays only sport games, and every time I talk about video games with him, he's like, "Sports games, I made a touchdown, and Call of Duty, really cool. yeah, sports games and Call of Duty." And now Fortnite. Oh, that was one thing I didn't mention, but Logan Paul had his first oh, Twitch guy. stream last night. I heard he wasn't very good at it. <sighs> the dude's not getting into it to be good at it. He's getting into it to make money, and he had 200,000 viewers on his first stream. He had, uh, I can't remember how many thousands of followers before he went live. That doesn't oh, yeah, surprise me at all. Oh, yeah, we talked about it before. Just by making his channel, yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous, but... I would. I think it would be hilarious if Twitch denied him his uh, <laughs> partner status. That's yeah. not going to happen. He's too big. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He makes way too, too much, much money. money. Yeah, but for them, that that dude yeah. is. I wonder, I, though, I'm not a fan. How about that? I wonder though how Twitch would handle a bunch of YouTube personalities or Vine personalities, <laughs> even though Vine's dead. Um, <laughs> hopping onto Twitch and then just immediately getting into like the partner status. 
Because I, mean, that's, I feel like well, that's what's, what's happening right now because well, of Ninja. Well, and you've got people right. like Boogie. Are you familiar with who Boogie Two Nine Eight Eight is? He does the Francis. Is, yeah. I've heard of him. He he was big on YouTube, and then, but he's a he's a game a YouTube game guy. Like that's his yeah. shtick. Yeah. And he started Twitch streaming, and he has. I mean, you know, he's been streaming forever now. There's but, been a huge jump though in YouTubers who are jumping to Twitch because of that Ninja Drake collaboration. Yeah, that's such people garbage. seeing that there was money in it. Here's the thing yeah. that really frustrates me about that. These people are dedicated to YouTube. YouTube has a streaming service those those people don't utilize. Yeah. yeah. And they have to know that when you get to be a Twitch partner, a Twitch affiliate, even, you have to stream exclusively on Twitch. You can't go back to YouTube. Well, but people like Logan Paul aren't streaming anyway. I mean, like, they are. he's only streaming on Twitch because he's all of his other content's <sighs> yeah. produced. That's yeah. annoying. Because, I mean... I feel like Twitch is trying to do better in supporting small streamers, especially with the Twitch affiliate program and things like that, making it easier to mm-hmm. get money and get stuff. But now there's these big names who already have so many followers and are just trying to get more money, and that's yeah. Dumb. Yep. Rich get richer, poor get poorer. <laughs> oh. nah. Welcome to America. Um. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, so a, a game got announced today, right? It was today as the day yeah. we record this called Decay of Logos. Ze- mm-hmm. and, and Cody was excited at first because it looks like Zelda. But then yeah, he realized so it also has elements of Dark Souls in it, which makes me excited, but turns him off. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> it looks like, really cool. Yeah, I I'm excited for it. It looks neat. I was hoping, what's that one where you play as death? He's got a skull mask looking thing. Yeah, you're talking about Darksiders. 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 Uh, Darksiders. So I saw Dark Souls, and for whatever reason, when I like, I clicked, so I clicked on it real quick. I thought Zelda means Darksiders, and I got real excited. That would have been funny because Darksiders <laughs> nope. is one of the best Zelda games ever created. I know you've said that before. <laughs> that, I was like, this could be really good. And then I looked at it as Dark Souls, and I'm like, oh, I don't want an impossible Zelda game. Never mind. I'm sorry. You just want to be handed everything. How about? <laughs> Everybody on your team should get a trophy, too. When I play a video game, I want to enjoy myself. That's fair. I don't play video games to be stressed. I I get that. I get that. There are very few times when I feel like bowing up and and going after that, but the Souls games are... I do understand the novelty of... You know, I I say get stressed, but once you beat that, there is that, like, huge rush of Oh, man, yes. And that's a big part of the reason I enjoy playing them so much. You know, I'll bang my head on one for an hour or two, but when you finally Mm -hmm. beat it, it's like, no, I just conquered this big thing. I'm so excited. Right. I just can't get that far because I'm not that good. And I'm like, nope, I don't don't want to do this. This It's way too stressful. And and I will say this. The community, you know, the, the attitude of the community doesn't help. (laughs) <laughs> new people get into it it's like i want to learn to play but it's so hard get good get good i mean like, the, no, the unfortunate downside is that that really is the only way to get any better is to keep <laughs> oh, banging yeah. your head it's against just... it but yeah uh so that's it for the gaming news for the week We've got a shorter pull list this week okay uh there's a game coming out called extinction i'm going to be covering it for the site it is so it reminds me of Attack on Titan kind of meets a fantasy game. Okay. So that sounds cool. you're a warrior and you're like jumping all over these giants, chopping off limbs, knocking Wait, off pieces of armor and stuff. I think I stuff. saw a trailer for that a long time ago. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think so I know what that is then. Yeah, take down these big dudes, and that comes out this week. I'm, I think it looks neat. Uh, there's one called Masters of Anima, and it looks oh. kind of like a. I thought it was Animal. No, it was Anima. I think I might my my autocorrect put that in there. <laughs> Uh, and it's kind of an RTS. I think it's kind of an RTS, but it's coming to the consoles, so maybe it just looks RTS-ish from the trailers that I've seen. But hmm. it, it's pretty sharp looking. So if you're interested in like an isometric game, maybe an RTS, consider giving that a look. Regalia of Men and Monarchs, I definitely want to encourage people to look at this one. We reviewed it on the site. I, I reviewed it for the site. If you like turn-based tactics, strategy games, this is going to kind of get back toward feeding into that that niche that, that you crave and haven't had in a while. Uh, and it's got a little bit of kingdom building in it as well. You know, you're assigning advisors. you got different characters you can take into different scenarios, and they've all got unique skills and that sort of thing. So it's pretty fun, and the, the art's really cool. The soundtrack is also... Pretty toe-tapping, catchy. And then hmm. finally, uh, Owlboy, I know is coming to at least the PlayStation 4 this week. Probably the Xbox One as well, I would guess, if it's not already there. Has Owlboy already been out before? It's been out on PC and I think on Switch. Okay, because I've definitely okay. heard of it before. I hmm. really like the look. But It's coming out to PlayStation this week. It's got like a retro, yeah, super detailed 16-bit. They say it's kind of an adventure platformer. Well, that's what I call them. Uh, Metroidvania yeah. is what everybody else calls it. Yeah. I hate I hate Metroidvania. <laughs> but yeah, that's it for the week in gaming. Shelly, what are you uh, geeking out about this week? Uh, not a whole lot. I've been playing a lot of Minecraft because our um, nerd club here, for lack of a better term, started up a Minecraft server. So, I don't like that fun. name, Nerd Club. Nerd it's Club. Actually, it's not actually called Nerd Club. I just like calling <laughs> it Nerd Club. <laughs> the first rule of Nerd Club is that you must compile all your code. Yeah, but <laughs> you have to be able to write a good function. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> we like. There hasn't been any group activities in it yet. Pretty much at this point, everyone's sort of making their own house, doing their own thing. But it's so much more fun to play Minecraft pe with people. I realize I can't play that game by myself anymore. Because okay. I can't... I think what I realized when playing just so much this last week is that I'm not someone who enjoys creative mode and someone who enjoys crafting and making big structures, which I know is a appeal for a lot of people who like Minecraft. That's sort of the main it's thing. It's like the is basis can, of the game. Yeah, to pretty me. much. Is that you can make whatever you want. But I get bored because I'm not creative. So, what I do instead is I explore the mines, I explore the nether, and I do all that cool stuff, and I gather the materials, I give the materials to someone else to make. So, it's okay. My, I struggle with Minecraft for the same reason. I feel like when I play a game like that, if if they don't give me objectives, I yeah. really struggle with it. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm so used to RPGs and stuff where there are quests and there are very yeah, clear right. quests. You know, here's your motivation now. Whereas Minecraft, you have to make your own motivation. I'm not very good at that. Do what you want. So, so, Dragon Quest Builders is very Minecraft-ish, but it does a good job of saying, here's the next thing you need to do. Here's the next thing you need to do to progress the story. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because at this point, 
with Minecraft, you don't... I feel like if I were to just start off, I would not know what I would need to do very well. It's other people who tell me what I have to do. They're like, okay, first you punch the tree. First you get the wood. Then you got to figure out a shelter. Then you got to figure out this thing. It's the people that tell you that, not the game. Which Rap. makes sense and is fine and good. But um, yeah, so that's been fun because hmm. having multiple people is pretty fun. Um, I haven't done that much else. I have been watching still more Oran. I love that show. <laughs> Say that again. More than I should. Oran, Oran. High School. Oran. Oran? Okay. I thought you said Mororon. No. Mororon. Mor I just say Oran. Oran. High okay. School Host Club. High School Host Club. Cool. Yeah. And I, so I had more D&D this week. And I think I've experienced my first pure filler episode, for lack of a better term. Um, okay. It actually was all a dream in the end. And I've never had huh. that happen. I've never... I've had adventures that aren't very helpful to the plot. And I guess those are sort of filler episodes in a way, too. But this is the one that actually made no significant... <laughs> Strong. So it was just that It was that just session. a dream. That was just this session. And it was okay, just one so character stream. It was from, like, that character's backstory, essentially. We were all put in this character's backstory and had to act out these things and we're just like okay can we remember where we were last why are we in these uniforms this makes no sense and of course it didn't matter at the end and of course there's a lot of us really close to death as well and i was running around because i'm uh i'm a druid so i have some healing spells and i was running around trying to heal everybody and i'm like i don't want anybody to die i don't even know where we are like this would suck <laughs> if someone died but it wouldn't have mattered because it was actually all a dream so did anyone die no no one died Oh man, that would have been so crazy. That would have. For them to uh, die man. and then be fretting over it, and then the end would be like, I'm just kidding. Two people were rolling death saves, but they oh, well. got healed by me. So. <laughs> Good job. It was fine. So um, he tried in other but ways. But what was cool about it, like, I'm not going to complain that much about it because what we did was actually really cool. Um, basically, we were all put on this mission, and we were part of this, basically, Russia. We were in this Russian. Um, mission and we were all given slips of paper individually from our dm and he said you cannot tell anyone else was on your paper these are your orders and okay. so some people were supposed to carry out this mission basically we were supposed to break into this place and find uh this important person and save them and there were giants everywhere so like if you want to clear the giants that'd be nice too so um there's a couple people who got slips of paper saying you have like you really really want to figure like complete this mission best you can use lethal force if necessary and there is a traitor among you you have to kill him and so some people got that and then some people said you are a traitor to this place you have to make sure the mission doesn't succeed um and then there's me and i was a spy for it's another the country. i was yeah. gonna say yeah you were playing resistance but dnd <laughs> style um yeah <laughs> and, then, and then there's me, and I wasn't actually a traitor, I was actually a spy, but my goal was also to sabotage the mission. It kind of sucked, though, um, not it in general, but I felt really bad for the people who were trying to complete the mission. There were only two of them. There were four traitors. So, of course, we were going to win this so-called whatever game, but it was really fun and interesting. It was just very pointless to the plot. <laughs> um hmm. But yeah, it sounds like that. a neat experience. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, our DM has been playing around more with 
trying to make things interesting because he's the, he's the same DM that has uh, run our campaign for almost three years now. So okay, he's trying to. He's the same one who last time uh, made us have deals with the devil. So <laughs> it's been lots of crazy okay. stuff, and I'm, I'm excited to see what else he has up his sleeve. But um, yeah, so that was cool. It was just yeah, the ultimate filler episode. It was like fan fiction, kind of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we still leveled up at the end, which made no sense. Either way, let's get on some movies. You got the experience of the dream. We got the experience of the dream. We don't even remember it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to move on to some movie news. So, uh, okay. Red Sonia, I believe is how you say it. Sonia? Sonia. Sonia or Sonia. One of the sure. two. There's a J. I don't think you say the J. I think it's like a Y. But either way. It's Sonja. Sonja. Yeah, so she <laughs> was a character in Conan the Barbarian, I believe, and she's had ba- a movie ba- Barbarian. with, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, way long ago. Not Dave so, the Barbarian. Not, yeah, not Dave the Barbarian. Conan Such the a Barbarian. great cartoon. Yeah, that was a good cartoon. I remember that. Without <laughs> <laughs> a problem. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so she's going to get another movie, and they are totally trying to recruit... Uh, one of the writers for X-Men First Class, which is exciting because that was a pretty good yeah. movie. And it's not going to be... It's really interesting to see that compared to, like, Red Sonja's setting. Yeah. You really can't compare it to First Class. It's so different because, yeah, it's not going to be Marvel. Even though I do believe she was in some Marvel comics, I don't think it's going to be Marvel-based uh, or anything like that. So hmm. that was yeah. really interesting. Yeah. I, I guess we'll see when more information comes out. I don't think there's a lot of information on it now. But having, right. you know, X-Men first class writer, I think, is a good first step. To... And as well as Wonder Woman did. I have high yeah. hopes for Red Sonja. Yes. I think it could be really, really good. Yeah. I think you'll be... Oh. I, I, I don't actually know a lot about the character, but just sort of reading up on her a little bit, I was like, ooh, this could be really good. So... Yeah. Yeah. It's the hope, I guess. I could be super cool. I guess we don't know. Um, More female leads. Yes, please. <laughs> Uh, with swords. <laughs> with <Anyway>. swords. <laughs> uh, next bit of news is that there are rumors that MGF is kind of up to up to sale. For sale, sorry. I can't yeah. speak. MGM, if you don't recognize what that means, if you've seen a movie that has the lion roaring at the beginning of it, that movie mm-hmm. was made by MGM. So that Which is a lot. A lot. They've been movies. making movies since like the 30s. Yeah, yeah, you you probably have seen dozens of their movies and not known it. Everybody. Yeah. If you're a fan of James Bond, James Bond is very yep. much owned by the studio, it's which the makes one. things interesting because they're sort of in the process of making the next James Bond movie. And so if these rumors yeah. are true and things are up for sale, if something were to happen before that movie's finished, I guess that would be really interesting to see what would happen. Yeah. They also have the old Tomb Raiders, but I think mm-hmm. that's owned by Warner Bros. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I believe Warner Brothers owns those now. I could be wrong, but Brothers Grimm. I'm just kind of going through a list. Yeah, I think there's a lot of other like random movies. I don't know if there's Panther, a lot of series. Oh yeah, Pink Panther. I love Pink Panther. Creed. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Sherlock Gnomes. I don't know if that's important to anyone. <laughs> yeah, there's a uh, there's yeah. a lot. If you haven't <gasps> seen Adam's Family. Yeah. Sorry. A lot of That's coming out movies. in November 20th. No, wait. 
October 11th, 2019. Wait, they're remaking it? I guess so. What the? According to a random Wikipedia search. Yes. We can trust Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, no further research has been done. (laughs) Um... Anyway, something with a little bit more confirmation to it. Uh, yeah. Disney's next, not next live action, but the next one they're, that they've confirmed that is gonna, they're going to be filming is yeah, I think Lion King Sword in the Stone. Stone. I'm so excited! Which is not a Disney princess movie, so that's no. exciting. It's I a think. Disney prince movie. It's a Disney prince movie, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's way less known, I think back when there were ideas of making movies live action or Disney movies specifically live action, I think a lot of people were thinking, oh yeah, take these ones that are lesser known because yeah. there's all these popular ones and everyone's just going to watch the cartoons. And yet they still went with popular ones like Beauty and the Beast and they're making Mulan, um, which I hope is really good still. But This one was so goofy that I almost worry <laughs> about that like translating into live action. Yeah, I don't know like, how... It's got the strangest Merlin. Yeah. I feel like they can. Get they're into probably going to have a lot of interpretation with it because it's something like way less known. Probably less yeah. people would be upset about it if something I hope they don't was turn way it different. Into some kind of King Arthur epic. Hmm. I mean, it's such a classic movie, though. Yeah. Yeah, but if you're a fan of Sword in the Stone, let us know. If you're excited about this news, or if you're really worried, you can tweet us at the hashtag GGCast. And tell yeah. us your thoughts, because we want to know your thoughts all the time. We want to read <laughs> your minds. Anyway, um, and the last bit of news, less Shelly's important. Plans. <laughs> less important, but there's been another trailer for the Han Solo movie that yeah. Yeah. shows a little bit. It looks more, definitely more uh, emphasis on like the gangster and the cowboy, oh, like a little bit of a cowboy feel to it too, which I think yeah. Yeah. is what people were looking for. But Star Wars heist movie. I still feel like a lot of people are upset with it. I haven't really seen any positive reception, which is I weird. I think it looks all awesome, except for Han. their Han Solo. Yeah, every time he talks, which is I'm a like, big problem. Every time he <laughs> yeah. talks, I can imagine. I can't imagine. You know, Han Solo as we know him saying those things. But I think having that actor, having the context with all the other actors and what they're doing, it doesn't really make sense. It just sounds really his weird. His voice doesn't fit. And his I know his voice doesn't fit. I, I had a feeling I was going to have that issue from the start because no one's going to be able to, like, do Harrison Ford. And they say. also have. It's been, like, the third actor that they've chosen to have do uh, his, his character. Yeah. The third? Yeah, they've been trying. To, they had a lot of other people before who they got to do it that backed out. <laughs> yeah. So if I think I, I'm pretty sure that's true. And that's like trying to live up to any of those other roles. Yeah. No nope. directors have definitely backed out. I believe car- actors have as well. Basically. And like you're saying, has to live up to one of the biggest roles in right. cinema yeah. history. I think people are generally still excited for Lando. Like, Glover yeah. being yeah. Lando is still going to be yeah. good. I also agree with that. But yeah, I don't, I just don't know how to feel about it. How I feel about it. Um, I'm definitely not. I'm kind of bummed because I wanted more of a Western than a heist movie. But yeah. I understand the heist idea. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I guess I don't really remember how excited I was for Rogue One. 
Uh, but I love Rogue. I still love Rogue One. So yeah. I guess I'll just wait and see how it is. And if people actually are like, yeah, this was a good movie, then I'll probably go see it. Then but I'm not going to go. I'll see it either way. I can't pretend I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm not. I'm I definitely not going to like try Rogue to go. So, yeah. Yeah. Probably. I With Rogue One, it exceeded my expectations. I remember that. So if you just have really low expectations for this one, maybe you won't be disappointed. There you go. That's the that's I, I've learned that if you go in with no expectations for anything, you'll always find that you're satisfied. Yeah. <laughs> that's the theory. That's, that's, it's a good way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, that's that. That's all of our movie news. So, Cody, cool. it's up to you. What do you got? I finally saw Ready Player One. Yeesh. I, I'm really mad at, it makes me mad at myself how much of a sucker I am for nostalgia. I like got teary eyed <laughs> during that, that war scene in the commercial wow. yeah. where everything is coming. Like there's just tons of references. There are many more references, obviously, than what you see in a short clip. And I actually teared up. <laughs> wow. Which is ridiculous. I've seen all... I've seen so many videos come up on my newsfeed for sp- Facebook saying like, let's see all, or what are the, all of the Easter eggs in Ready Player One? There's, there are many videos like that, which is yeah, yeah. And there's, those videos are not skimping on content either. There's a lot of stuff in the movie. Mm-hmm. I, the first article I looked at, I looked at it immediately after to see what I missed. And it was like 120 references and yeah. then i wouldn't realize that it wasn't very comprehensive yeah there was so much more they went with the really obvious things most of them that i had seen yep uh, and like each gun nothing was on accident in that game or in that show which <laughs> is awesome game. yeah and then i said show a movie it's a movie right it felt like a game it felt like i was inside a video game gosh but I... you know each vehicle each weapon that is used yeah is all related things to that are said yeah, yeah. I had, I straight up had a dream that I was watching Ready Player One. And then I had it, like, in that dream, it transitioned to me being in Ready Player One. And it was amazing. It was awesome. But then I woke up thinking, that's not, like, how it happened in the book. (laughs) So, now I really really want to see it. I just... I should say that I haven't read the book. So I don't know how anything to compare it to. I didn't realize that it had this... What are they, like, Hunger Games... What are those dystopian teenage, dystopian, yeah, teenage hero thing going on with it? Uh, but that was oh, cool. Yeah. I, you guys all know that I love cyberpunk. Something to pay attention to. I didn't realize till halfway through the movie, the graffiti. Look at the graffiti. There's stuff in that too. I did not catch that. Guess I, I will. <laughs> I got halfway through the movie. I was like, I should have been paying attention this whole time. I didn't catch that at all. I won't. I won't say anything. You'll, you're gonna watch it again, Joe. You said you might own it. Someday. Yeah, I'm gonna buy it when it comes out. There's there's stuff in the graffiti. It's it's literally everywhere. And I love the cyberpunk feel. Yeah. The stacks make so much sense. Yeah. Yeah. And are really sad. But yeah. Definitely. I remember reading about most it. Most like it's realistic. Re- yeah, it's a realistic thing. Mm-hmm. Most realistic ghetto. Yeah, that I think I've seen. Um, so I, I watched that. I'm super happy about it. I know a lot of people said that the story is shallow or whatever. I really didn't care. And it's proof that Hollywood can just feed me nostalgia. And I'll be like, okay, this is amazing. Cody, no. (laughs) (laughs) 
I didn't think that it was shallow at all. It had, I thought it had a cool story. It was a very basic story, but I thought what they did with it was really clever. There was a lot of there's just one smart part writing in from it. the book that I hope they include in the movie, and I don't want to mention it because of spoilers. You can ask no, me off air. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I there was just one there part that I specific. I don't remember again. I don't remember a ton about the book to be honest, because it was years ago when I read it. But there was just one part where I'm like, if it's not in the movie, nothing makes sense. And so it has to... I just hope it is, I suppose. But, yeah. Yeah. A lot of cool surprises. I will say this, because it was in the commercials. I want a live-action Gundam movie. Now that you've seen a Gundam on the big screen. Now that I've seen a live-action Gundam. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Now you know. I'm like, it needs to happen. Uh, But I'll move on. The other thing that I've been geeking out about... It really bugs me that we decided to do this. It's been really cool, but I'm missing so many, like, Netflix shows and stuff Dang. Uh, because of it. There's so many Marvel movies. We we realized that we only have – we have less than a month to watch the rest of the Marvel movies, and so we went uh. hard. <laughs> uh, I think so. The last time we've talked, I've watched Thor Dark World. can't remember if I watched that last time. Um, Age of Ultron, Ant-Man – Captain America Civil War we just got done with. We're going to go watch Black Panther in theaters tonight. Again. Just so that we can... Because we have the time to do it and so we can get it in there. Guardians. Guardians 2. We watched a lot of them. We were trying to stay in that order. So we watched Guardians of the Galaxy and Guardians 2 in consecutively. Because chronologically, they come right after one another. But it got kind of muddled with Civil War, we realized. I watched Ant-Man on accident before Ultron. Ultron comes first, if anyone cares. And then Civil War really muddles the timeline. So you have Civil War, and then you have Doctor Strange happens before Thor Ragnarok, but Thor Ragnarok takes place during Civil War. And then Black Panther and Homecoming come immediately after Civil War. Yeah. They need to just... Have they... Has Marvel officially released a timeline of all the movies together? Because they should. No. They really should. Why are you doing going this? going off of like an article that I was able to find online. It's it's muddled. Civil War really, they were like, we're just everything happened at this time. And I feel like it's not gonna really matter once you get to Infinity War. I think it's probably gonna be like a year or two later anyways. But there's there's so much to that timeline. Uh, but I only need I think it's four more movies. We're gonna watch Black Panther tonight, and then I think it's homecoming. Ragnarok and home, Homecoming, Ragnarok and Doctor Strange. So yeah, four movies left. Yeah, <sighs> I can't believe we're going to actually be able to do it. It's been really, it's a lot of footage. My biggest worry is that we're going to finish it all, and I'm not going to want to watch any more Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> or if you watch Infinity Wars, then decide it wasn't worth it. Yeah, you know, if they only took the sad. big important parts that you wouldn't forget. Or anything like that, and then through all That's this true. movie. I there has been a lot of small details that I've forgotten. A lot of cool callbacks and things, but nothing that I think is major to yeah. the story. If it's this important, they would have to make it pretty clear, I bet. you know, I feel like yeah. it would be kind of unfair in Infinity War for them to make a tiny little reference from one of the movies because there are so many characters. I mean, they mm-hmm. might. I don't know. Well, I mean, with Crossbones in Civil War. That's still one I always forget about. (laughs) He was like this weird side character in 
in Winter Soldier. That was a really cool callback. Right. There's a lot of like really small things like that that they might. But of course, those are there, always but... almost always in a series. Yeah, most of the time. I also love. I never realized you could watch Avengers one, two, and three and four. I assume in just those three movies, and they'll be standalone and make sense together. Yeah, I think you'd probably want to watch Captain America: Civil War in that, but yeah, because that's almost it's almost. Each... Avengers at that point. Yeah, you know, and I'm sure that's going to get brought up a little bit. It better get Thor. brought up in Infinity War. Yeah, they better talk about like, hey, Thor, I'm really mad at everyone's all gone? jolly Who now. Who are these people looking at Guards of the Galaxy? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm super excited. I didn't think we'd actually get through all the movies, but there's this anime that keeps popping up after, I don't remember what it's called, but after every movie on Netflix we watch, this anime comes on to what to watch next, and I really want to watch it, and I can't so, there's that. Jessica Jones Season 2. I got a lot of catching up to do. Yeah, that's Marvel yeah, Cinematic Universe. Huh? <laughs> or Marvel TV Nomadic Universe. Yeah, is TV. there an official name for that? It's all part of the Cinematic Universe. Okay. Still. Hmm. For some reason. I... Part of me is really mad that we probably won't get the Defenders in Infinity War. But I also understand that Marvel movies do a really good job with these Avengers movies of making it personal. For every single person that's going to be in that movie, they have a personal reason to want to, like, hurt Thanos. Not just the world's getting destroyed, but you have him peeling the, the stone out of Vision's head. That's everyone that's Avengers is going to care about that. Um, the Guardians, they've been after him since the beginning. So I, I understand why Jessica Jones in New York doesn't really care or even probably know about Thanos in Wakanda until it's too late. Yeah. Or any of the rest of them. I still want just, I just want a small, small clip of them punching an alien. That's all <laughs> That's I want. It. Then you'd be happy. All I need, yeah. Punisher punching someone and I'm like, there we go. I'm good. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Get into some TV news. Uh, uh, the first story I want to talk about is Roseanne. There's been a reboot of Roseanne. It's an old 90s sitcom for those who don't know. It's an old 2018 sitcom now. It's an old 2018 sitcom. <laughs> it's doing really, really well. Uh, it's one of, I think it was one of the most watched TV. Uh, I don't want to say that because I don't, I don't know if it's true or not. It's, it's got amazing reviews. Uh, it's going strong for its second episode. I guess it's been a bit controversial. Uh, it had this jab at, uh, I can't remember the name of the shows, uh, but they're diverse shows. I think it's Blackish, and then there's another one. Uh, and they kind of like, I don't know, they degrade those shows and make them seem unimportant. And so a lot of people have been really mad about that. It's very conservative humor. I think Last Man Standing, was that the other show that got canceled for being... yeah. Yep. Too conservative. Um, so, yeah, that movie, I, that show is doing really, really well. I have friends who are not conservative that are watching it. I have not seen it yet myself, but I hear it's it's funny, uh, but controversial. So watch at your own risk. And then my big news for the day that I'm so stoked about. Last story of the day. Peter Jackson is rumored to be producing the Lord of the Rings TV show. It's That's also good. rumored that the budget will be $1 billion. One 
billion billion. How many episodes are you producing? I can't remember how much. One episode. Just one episode. It's just one one episode. That's called a movie. (laughs) (laughs) A one episode something is a movie. Fair enough. Yeah. I can't remember. I think it's on, I think it's only on for like ten episodes, is what they've got. So How that's, much? That can't uh, be right. A hundred million dollars in ep- Nope. Yeah. Mm. Hundred million dollars an episode. I don't remember wow. how much of it's greenlit. That's a lot. Watch it be ten seasons. <laughs> I don't think that. And that's not as impressive. <laughs> I I can't find anything. Six episodes running at fifteen million apiece. Nope, that's Game of Thrones. Never mind. I don't know. But at $1 billion is the budget, uh, possibly. And Peter Jackson, who did the Lord of the Rings movies and the Hobbit movies, is such a perfect director for it. Like, I mean, he's made the other ones come to life. I can't think of anyone else that I would be like, yeah, I hope that they do that. If anyone can stretch content for three movies, even though it should have only been one, it's Peter Jackson. That guy. <laughs> yep. The Hobbit should not have been three movies. Nah, yeah. I still kind of refuse to watch the second and third Hobbit because of that. They're good. I mean, the third movie is complete fabrication. Ugh. Nothing in that is from the book. I mean, very little of it, at least. I, I'm excited for the show. The show, we don't know what it is yet. It could be... It sounds like it's going to be a prequel to the original trilogy. There are three books, right? Yeah, Lord of the Rings. Shall yes, be. yes. Um, it's going to be a prequel to that, but we don't know if that's before The Hobbit, if it's going to be after The Hobbit. Okay. What's going right, on? Right, if it's between or before everything, yeah. Really what it is, is a race to be the next Game of Thrones, because Game of Thrones is ending. What are those viewers going to go watch? Uh, Amazon is kind of hoping that this is the decision that people make. I don't know. I think they'll all go to Westworld, which is still on HBO. Yep. But we'll see. I'm really excited. I really hope Peter Jackson gets it. Uh, it was in a press like report from Amazon. Uh, they didn't specifically say that Peter Jackson would be involved, but it kind of suggested that. So let's hope. And that is the end of the podcast. Uh, yeah. Joe, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at Joe Knows Games. And Shelly. You can find me on Twitter at TheShellShock24. And you can find me on Twitter at CodyArmor. In closing, keep praying, keep gaming, and God bless. Peace. Goodbye.